Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I love it in here. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you. The vibes are immaculate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's my safe space. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. Um, I'm really glad to have you here. Uh, your music is is awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for inviting me on as well. No worries. Uh, my favorite song you do is "Stay Away." Oh, really? And I, I, I honestly think it's going to be in one of the new Bond films. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank such, you. It's like a Bond-themed song. Yeah, it's like, very it's intense. A, <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, I don't know how you nailed it. it. You've managed to, like, accumulate a load of, like, different uh, Bond songs into, like, one. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I never really thought about it in a Bond way, but now that you're mm. saying it, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I was watching the video that you did with it, and I was, I was, uh, my friend Jack, he, uh, he makes, like, well, he's an actor, director, writer, mm-hmm. everything. I was like, hmm, I wonder if there could be like a Bond-themed video for this. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really cool, to yeah, be honest. that'd be cool. Um, okay, so um, I, I kind of got you on here because I wanted to promote your listening party, but it's kind of yeah. been and gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has, it has. Um, just through timing. However, I'm sure there'll be some in the future. So mm-hmm. um, how did it go and what was it for? Um, yeah, it went really well. It was for um, primarily to raise funds for my EP because I only have singles out at the moment and mm-hmm. I just wanted to make a body of work. Um, and then Hotbox, who are the promoters, they approached me and were like, we're doing this thing with artists like to support during coronavirus. Because mm-hmm. obviously we can't do gigs and stuff. So yeah, they were like, you can come in and film like a half an hour gig and then we'll play it online. And you think of like fun rewards that people can donate for. So like signed set lists and like things like that. Um, so yeah, I just I just thought, okay, I'll take this and use it to create my EP. Cause at the time I was like in a place where I was like, I think I'm ready to like, I mean, I write so much. I write like 10 songs a week or something crazy. Wow. So I just, it's the production side that I need the money for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting to, you know, raise that much at all though. Um, so you made seven seventy five. 775 yeah which is crazy yeah but um yeah I I don't know I mean I I was just hoping that I could get enough to cover the cost of the listening party and then Mm. it just got so much more I'm like so overwhelmed by it um but it means I can make a good EP yeah yeah hell yeah so that's that's the most frustrating thing for like a creative is Mm -hmm. just not having the the money to yeah because like realistically because uh, a lot of people are like, oh just save up like mm-hmm. that's why i had like my whole life with the weather because um the art side particularly jewelry people are like oh just uh, just save up for your tools like yeah, yeah much tools cost like yeah, yeah it's like, like one so a year, expensive 10 years. <laughs> yeah it's um it's uh-huh. amazing the things like uh, listening pie can can like help and boost mm-hmm. um yeah, I think everyone needs supporting, particularly in this time. Yeah. If you don't want singers, then uh, then don't support them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fully. Um, my friend friend Tess uh, Thurston, she's a she's a really good singer, and um, she did so she she just toured around gigging everywhere all the mm-hmm. time. They're quite hard work, like out in yeah. and out of the country, and um, and then like just towards the beginning of the lockdown, she did this um, uh, sort of single EP. Um, and and the rewards for it were just incredible like mm. just a new way of doing something like make a song that you really like put it on the internet like mm-hmm. rather than having to go like please the crowd of people that may yeah. or may not like you mm-hmm. it's, it's great so ha- have you found like your your demographic i mean yeah i mean my so my demographic originally i was just like right let's get all the like teenage fangirls that i once was i mean i still am <laughs> but i'm growing up now but um I don't know, I wanted to like be the girl that my teenage self would want, you know, to look yeah. up to. 
Um, so I, I try to do that, but really now I just, um, I don't know, I just post my stuff out there and then I feel like the right people find their way to me and mm. like the right people that um, appreciate the music and stuff more than just, you know, the pictures. And like, I do get a lot of uh, thirsty boys in the DMs and stuff like that. But um, no, actually, I think like the more I post, the more like supportive people I find. Like, I mean, it's it's interesting really, because there's a lot of people like in different countries and stuff that are like the most supportive of my music. Mm. And like the highest donator for the listening party lives in Germany. His name's oh. Mario. Um, hey Mary, well done. Thanks. Hi Mario, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just so cool, like with Instagram and stuff like that, that you can really just get support from anyone. Mm. And and it's yeah, very different, like you're saying, to gigging. Because if I was just doing a gig in London, then like the biggest supporters can't can't really come. But um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's cool though. It's it's a very different vibe. And now I don't really know what my demographic is. <laughs> just people. Just people that like music. Yeah, yeah. Anyone. Because, I mean, the the stuff I have out is so different to what I've been writing and what my EP will be. And I think that a lot of people that watched my listening party were, like, shocked by the sudden change in genre as well. Mm. So, like, you know, there's a song for everyone, I like to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's important for artists to, like, change their genre up a bit so they don't get, like, boxed in. Like, oh, yeah, uh, 100%. So I think one of my favourite artists, uh, Chester Mennington from Linkin Park. Like, he, oh, yeah. He, um... You know, he started off with like this, this screaming emo rock kind of <laughs> stuff, and then he went down this like really soft and it's like mixing with like really good female artists, and yeah. a lot of like the fans were like hating him for for changing. But yeah, it grew on me really quickly, and it yeah. opened up my like it broadened my, my yeah taste. for sure, yeah. and it would draw new people in as well that like mm-hmm. then go back to the old emo stuff, and they're like, oh, actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I found that with a lot of artists I listen to that like. For example, Biba Doobie, she um, started with like really like chill acoustic stuff and like she's got a sweet little voice. So it's just very calm. And then um, she just released a new album, which is like so grunge inspired. Mm. I don't know if she's outwardly said it as grunge inspired, but to me, it's like Courtney Love or something like okay. it just reminds me of like 90s um, rock. But yeah I, I at first i was like whoa what <laughs> like from her because she's so sweet but it's yeah it's, it's so good yeah i love it and it's just made me love her even more mm-hmm. and now i've like gone back to the 90s music that i used to listen to so yeah for sure amazing it's, how um, yeah. how old are you when were you like what era was your i mean i'm 19 <laughs> so so i say go back to the 90s music yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i was born in 2001 but um, I had a 90s phase like five years ago yeah. with like the distillers and Hole and Nirvana and all, all of that stuff. I just yeah. loved it. It's yeah. just the That's awesome. It's probably why I like your kind of style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. 90s was kind of when I hit the music scene. Like, mm. Yeah, um, yeah it, it was good. It's being like recycled in a way. I yeah, think I for sure. I didn't Courtney Love. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, when I, I agreed to this, I was like, hmm. Am I gonna look like a complete idiot when you start naming bands or singers? I have no idea who they are. <laughs> no. no, trust me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not up to date with the current stuff. Um, I mean, I'm kind of not either, to be honest. Yeah, perpetually stuck in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, fully. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, what my where my worries came from? So I asked uh, my audience for questions, and a couple of them uh, were gonna raise that. So one was, uh, "What is your favorite song and why?" my favorite song i always hate this question i can't do favorites can't narrow things down it's hard um 
well, I'll I'll just do like as of now mm. a song that I've had on repeat is um it's called Circle the Drain I think by someone called Soccer Mummy. Mm. It's one of those things where like I'll get a playlist on Spotify recommended to me and like half of the songs in there I already have saved like without really realizing the correlation between the different yeah. artists and then I'm like okay I have to listen to the rest now. Um, I think it was called like. <laughs> this is gonna sound so pretentious. I think the playlist is called like "Okay, Whatever X" or something like that. <laughs> you know, one of those like teen angsty teenage girl things. Yeah. But I was like, works for me. Yeah. And yeah, I just found the song "Circle the Drain," and yeah, it's such a vibe. But it's like, I don't know. Every time I like find a new style kind of that I like, I end up like writing in it, and then I have to just like try and take a step back because I'm just gonna end up having like a song in every single genre possible. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I wonder if there's ever been like an album, or maybe with the first there that just has like each track as like a different genre, completely different genre. Same artist. It's so hard though as well, like trying to grow with social media and stuff. Like you do have to like look at it from a business perspective. Mm-hmm. I hate saying that because obviously it's about the music, but um sometimes I find myself so like in that market brain I'm like no you have to have your brand you have to have one style like you know I mean like the sound has to be very clear Mm. um but you know what (laughs) whatever but my sound can be clear in each different phase it's fine (laughs) I think um it's starting to change from like uh, because I have like a personal hatred towards like that kind of like managerial like mm. uh, it's all about your brand and you can't be seen to be doing something out of that character like, yeah oh, no, no, it's hell, I, mean. uh-huh. so I, I think like personality is the new thing mm-hmm. and like like genuine cool people that yeah. are like driven and motivated seem to be like suddenly appreciated yeah um, and, and you are one of those for sure like oh, uh, thank you you'd like you you just have this mindset of like i'm gonna put stuff out there in the world mm-hmm. which i couldn't achieve at your age i was so nervous of how people Mm. would perceive me and i was so susceptible to people's comments in my friend group that i didn't do any of what i'm doing now but i could have done then so Mm -hmm. i just uh, i wonder what your like your your mindset was behind that like what gets you fired up like did you have like a vision or is it just you just love singing i mean so i've always loved singing like when i was a kid i i really couldn't sing i mean i know i was a kid but like up until like 16 i was an awful singer my parents used to remind me of it my dad's a guitarist so like i grew up being like oh i want to be a singer i used to watch x factor and all of that i want to go on x factor like naively but um so I always sang, I was terrible. And then one day I like picked up a guitar and like learned like two chords or something. And I've, I've always been like, whenever I sang when I was younger, even though I was a bad singer, I used to like make up songs on the spot. Like I would never like just sing someone else's. I always wanted to like make something myself. And then, um, yeah, I think I just like wrote one line or something on guitar and played it to my sister and she was like wait you're actually not bad <laughs> and thanks, then sister. yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> and my parents were like yeah you're, you're not awful anymore maybe you should give it a go and then yeah it was GCSE music that like sort of kicked me up the ass a bit where I was like okay I'm gonna actually see if I could be good at this and then um yeah I mean with school it's difficult as well like you're saying when you were my age like with your friend group and stuff like I was always like keeping it on the down low a bit and it was always like no it's gonna be a hobby like don't worry guys it's just a hobby forever but then um yeah A levels came I didn't do any music subjects at A level but um it made me realize like I want to go to music uni which is Mm. what I'm doing now oh cool 
but yeah, it was like, okay, actually, I why not? Like, I could so try and do this for a career. Like, who's actually stopping me? And I'm, like, lucky enough to be able to pursue it. So yeah. if I didn't, I would, <laughs> 10 years' time, be like, that could have been something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm mad props for, for doing it. Like, so many, there's, there's so many people out there that are critical and they never do anything. Mm. But they're happy to criticize. And just, oh. you know, so <laughs> I know a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um and then they do just eat at you. So um mm-hmm. for you to at this age be so um like vibrant and and, and like pursuing it like mm. passionately is is really cool to see. Um and yeah, and I, I hope you go really far with it. Like, Thank you. Yeah, I can see that you are, especially when you're on the next Bond theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep yes. tagging like James Bond related things in the YouTube tags. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it sound bite. <laughs> um, okay, so I mean, we kind of covered a load of my questions already. I always do this. <laughs> I kind of like amalgamate questions and I run out. Uh, so you're like finding your arts. Uh, more questions for viewers. Um, what have we done that? Kind of what fires you up, I guess. Um, I suppose we could narrow that down a bit more. Like specifically, <laughs> like is there like a, a thing you do when you wake up? Like, so I have this trouble when I wake up. It's like I've completely reset. I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I doing today? <sighs> uh, I guess like jewelry, like, and then I have to like write down like my whole brain and, and then it sort of like yeah. gets me going. But like, do you, do you have like a mantra in the morning? Like today I'm going to. I mean, this. recently I've got like into meditation. I, I say that carefully because I'm no like expert. I don't really know what I'm doing my mum my mum's a lot better at stuff like that she does all the yoga and everything but um yeah like I've been reading up more about like manifestation and stuff like that and just generally like trying to be more positive and grateful Mm. so um but I'm also very stressy like I'm quite driven so I like have to know what I'm doing the next day before the days come kind of thing like the next few days ahead so like the night before I always write down what I'm doing the following morning and sometimes even last night I was in the hotel and I was like okay I'm waking up at this time (laughs) like sometimes I fully write the times because I'm like so in my head but uh, then I feel better when I've written it but um but then a lot of the time that means that like while I'm asleep I know exactly what's happening and then as soon as I wake up I'm just like morning and then I just go and do it (laughs) that's amazing that's the polar opposite to how I've been living recently (laughs) yeah (laughs) the lockdown set me back to uh like meh let's see (laughs) yeah see how I feel in the morning and then that turned into see how I feel at midday (laughs) (laughs) you gotta have some of those days though yeah especially right now like such a strange time yeah no one can be held responsible for that these days there's actually a global pandemic (laughs) happening outside the window yeah so are you, uh, are you going to write any songs uh, around this time period? Or are you just going to let 2020 sail by? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I feel like I, I need to sit down and actually write a song about coronavirus because it's just one of those fucking elephants in the room mm-hmm. that I haven't really... I mean, I guess no one's really processed it because the world has just changed in front of our eyes and we're just like still like going about life as we were. Yeah. But... um. I've written a lot of songs like during the time anyway, like the things I performed in the listening party, like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure half of the songs I wrote like two days before the listening party. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm very like um, changing constantly in my writing and I like wanted it to be as recent as possible. If you know what I mean? Like to yeah. showcase the next phase that I'm in. But um, so I was like, okay, let's just write songs for the listening party. Um, but then I ended up actually really liking a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. I have written a lot and I probably will continue to do so. Um, I've got a new keyboard, so random, I was just thinking about it. Um, Because my 
uh, grandparents. So my grandpa passed away recently and we went to their house in Devon. And now my granddad's gone into a care home and he had this keyboard that he used to always play. He's musical as well. So it like wow. passed through him, my dad and then me. Nice. Um, so yeah, he's let me have his keyboard. So I, I've been trying to play piano a bit more as well. I'm not very good, but... <laughs> Are you get better. Um, yeah. So you're going to incorporate that into your sort of next kind of yeah. sound. Yeah, and into my writing. Like, I feel like obviously it's just an instrument and it plays the chords and then you sing but like I, there's a different vibe to writing with piano I think mm. like it ends up being such a different product and so. there's just like new way of creating music I don't know I'm not sure if it's just something about my generation where like in order to be like a musician or a singer you had to be able to do all the things you had to, like mm. play this out and sing at the same time like but maybe there's like new ways and there, and there are where you can record like the sound of the piano or the rift of the guitar and then like overlay the music after with mm-hmm. this, the computers that we have now oh, like, yeah. it's incredible like so then you can make all sorts of cool stuff like mm-hmm. my favorite artist Trevor Hall he um he just fucks around with noises and he makes like this like, mm-hmm. and then he'll like double back it to like an echo and then he'll like sing over it and he does all these live yeah. feeds and he'll like activate so I'm like fuck this is like a new thing yeah it's crazy yeah like Ableton and like all of those bloody softwares I do not understand for the life of me but they're yeah I mean you can play guitar on on your keyboard like with the letters of your keyboard right like these days but uh, to me I'm so bad at that stuff Hmm. but um at Music Uni I'm obviously like surrounded by producers and stuff and we have like um tech modules where we have to like incorporate it into performance and I just have no idea what I'm doing but the stuff that you can do is crazy like I can have my little midi keyboard and like press a button and then like I start being harmonized with without having to like learn the harmony myself and like it's just it's just crazy but um I don't know I like that like the experimental things you can do now yeah so no one really has to play instruments to be a musician these days and i don't think people have to be good singers anymore either you know what i mean it's coming back around where like i don't know and maybe it's just in my head or maybe i just want it to come back around but like (laughs) it's more about you know the music than like oh your vocal technique is subpar you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i mean that's kind of ego right when people like categorize themselves like oh well i'm a true singer because i can reach these certain vocal keys oh yeah there's like oh yeah it's the same like actors or football players whatever like just if you uh you segregate yourself and 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 put yourself on a pedestal Mm -hmm. it's immediately repulsive to me yeah yeah for you to be so yeah you're like (laughs) kind of like yeah you know whatever everyone's good it's It's the arts you know (laughs) For yeah. a reason. It's this expression. Exactly. I like that. You don't need to express with your, oh, well, my range is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, there aren't too many people like that. Mm. In my world, at least, because it is like a creative artist world. Yeah. But I can imagine a lot of like the musical theatre unis and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've met a few people that are very like... Yeah. yeah. Hard <laughs> to be around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very... I don't know. Like, you just... They just know how to suck the fun out of the arts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Make it... I knew... I mean, I do it myself, though, with, like, my business brain mm. sometimes, but I'd never... When it comes to the music, it's expression, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, right, right, I need to... Okay, let me add a modulation right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are talking about this particular subject. I'll write yeah. a song about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you start, just like... Happens. I mean, like, data is important, but when you start like consuming da- data to like just to to please certain sects mm-hmm. of society, like I, I find that like intolerable. Like yeah. it's really smart, and like it's oh, obviously yeah. worked things like Facebook and have you ever watched Social Dilemma? 
Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there's obviously like it works. So you, if you get behind people's psychology, then you can really manipulate them. Uh-huh. That's the thing. <laughs> so if you start writing dark. songs for yeah, it's. I think when artists do that, it's yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, I did have a phase of doing that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like outwardly like that, but I just mm. found myself being like, okay. What's, what songs are doing well? <laughs> yeah. What do people relate to right now, even if I don't? Mm. And then I would sit there and try and write it, but I, I couldn't stick for it for very long because I, I, when I'm not being authentic, it like, I just, it just, you can tell that I'm like so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You, I think when I was doing gigs and stuff, I'd just be like, this is my song about, um, yeah, teenage girls' struggles. <laughs> like, nothing specific. You just want someone to relate. But now I feel like the more authentic you are, then the, the people that are going to relate will relate. You know what I mean? And yeah. they can take any song as they want, like, anyway. Yeah. So some people will, like, message me about my lyrics and be like, oh, this line means so much to me because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's not what it's about, but I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had a guy on called Phil McMullen. Uh, we did an episode about language. And um, and the conclusion we got to really is to say it can be interpreted however you want. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there really is no way <laughs> to yeah. ensure that what I'm saying to you means to you what I'm trying to convey. Like, so yeah. Through your, long, uh, your lyrics too, like... I guess it doesn't matter what you write essentially no yeah it it's good to you yeah that's the thing like i used to be like well if i'm writing only like for myself then why am i bothering like sharing it why am i trying to do that but then i have to remember like there's plenty of songs that i listen to that I, I mean you know when you're like in a little movie in your head it's, i don't know if it's just me because i'm like so pretentious but i'll sit <laughs> in the car and you've got the song playing and like each line there's like a specific thing i'm envisioning or a memory or a person or whatever mm. um and whoever wrote that song is, is not expecting me to do that. But um, I don't know. I think it would be really cool, like, if someone was doing that with my music. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I don't know. It's just it's just cool. Like, you can live in your own little movie if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a good way to get by. And this goes, this goes sort of deep and philosophical in a way as well. Because in a way, that's what religion tried to do. They, mm. You know, like, God is watching you. and all the, mm-hmm. I think that... That was to like make you feel constantly like you had to perform in a good way in yeah. order to get people to be good. Mm-hmm. So like I think like, you know people are like eh, this can't exist now. <laughs> so now it's more like a movie thing. Like if yeah. I had an audience, how would I behave in this scenario? Mm-hmm. And like I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and uh, I mean there's this thing going around on like TikTok and stuff like that. I hate to bring up the dreaded TikTok, but um, <laughs> like the main character, like everyone's talking about being the main character. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard people say that yeah. now, like so casually. But um, there's like videos that are like things that prove you're the main character, and then it's just like think like walking people walking to the shop and stuff with their music in and like living in their own little world and stuff. But I mean, it's just a silly trend. But at the same time, like I do feel like I've been living like that for ages. Yeah. Like it can be cheesy at times, but I'm not literally there like <laughs> going to Tesco. But um, I don't know. I think that people are learning to like live for them a bit more again and like mm. feel like enjoy the moment and romanticize everything i guess yeah. so it's the entrepreneurial sort of generation mm-hmm. where um you know we we haven't had some huge war to recover from <laughs> like we're gonna go a pandemic you know we <laughs> just a great... global pandemic <laughs> climate change yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just yeah. those things but we've been encouraged to like 
fend for ourselves because they well, what are the options get a nine-to-five job and mm. living wage and never have a house or try shit out and yeah. make it <laughs> like potentially throw your life away but <laughs> yeah but yeah still it's inspiring fun. the way it's, exactly yeah i'm all for it I, I i like it i hate the whole kind of like the hive mindset you mm-hmm. know, yeah although i do yeah isn't there's a tough question i'm not gonna go into that i'll talk about it for hours about like um you know community and, and like all working together and how like individualism and greed is kind of bad and like, mm. it's kind of like so i have this ongoing thing like would capitalism work if you took away greed <laughs> this is a, a structure that's kind of worked and created a stable society yeah. but it seems to be manipulated and ruined by greedy people like yeah. Jeff Bezos and like people that hoard wealth yeah that's the thing like there's no i don't know but we're we're expressing our art and stuff and all we can all we really want to do is get by from it you know what i mean yeah. girl it'd be nice to be a billionaire but i don't think there's any ethical billionaires you know what i mean no. you can't have that much money and not do anything with it yeah like when, consciously can, yeah. how could you wake up in the morning and not think I need to give some of this to, to some yeah. fucking people. Like, yeah, even a, like even a bit. But to be fair, even if they gave a bit, I'd say the same thing because it's like, how can you wake up in your mansion mm-hmm. knowing you could like end world hunger? <laughs> You're like, yeah. it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Let's not do that. I can't help everyone. We can yeah. try though, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. God, well, I've had this ongoing idea since I was. I know, like eleven. So if, <laughs> I, if I ever made it or had money, I would, uh, I would invest all of it into like big biodomes that would like get water and food for everyone. And Aww. yeah, that's that's all I've ever dreamed of doing. And then I did a jewelry apprenticeship and didn't <laughs> do any of that. <laughs> we love that though. <laughs> One day, you never know. Yeah. Maybe uh, in ten years we'll have this, uh, another podcast episode where you're singing on huge audience stadiums, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I've reached more than six hundred Instagram followers. Very <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah. Well, if I'm a billionaire in ten years, <laughs> don't invite me on the podcast. Don't associate yourself with yeah, me. Like, why didn't you give some of that money away? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, about that podcast we did ten years ago. Take mm. it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like having money. <laughs> I think that in a child in us, there is always like, I think that the people that aren't billionaires or that aren't, I don't know, are more ethical about their decisions and stuff, like they're always gonna wanna help. But it's it's kind of scary that like human beings, like Jeff Bezos or however you say his bloody name, like, I don't know, you can be that rich and like not do much, but like thinking about him as a child, like being like, oh. Like, you know, the polar bears and stuff. Like, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's I'm not saying he can end global warming, obviously, but... Yeah, he's a pretty good shot if you had the, uh, the world's finances in your hand. I'm sure you could yeah. achieve a lot, but... I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Like, money is just energy, but at the same time, like, that is a powerful... Mm-hmm. That was a powerful thing to have so much of. Influence. Yeah. So you'd you'd think you'd do more with it, but I guess I'm not in their position. So <laughs> I've I've kind of looked extensively to try and find their like mindset behind like you know what do wealthy people think and uh, do they have another opinion? Is that why they don't sort of donate their hordes of money? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what I've found anyway is just that they they kind of see people that don't have money as kind of like well they didn't they didn't try hard enough the answers didn't try hard enough. I'm like wow that's that's hard and i kind of get it because i wouldn't i wouldn't force myself to learn how to do stuff make things uh talk to people properly push myself if i was comfortable 
Yeah. So I feel like, you know, and it's the whole stereotype, like an artist struggle makes a good artist. Mm-hmm. So it really kind of does, but I get it. But there, yeah. there is a cutoff point because I would be able to achieve a lot more and make better things if I had, you know, like a fucking break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like especially in the early days when I, you know, I was eating like a pack of digestives a week. Oh, wow. Like just yeah. to get by. It, it sucked. So yeah, it would have benefited. And I think there's like a cutoff point where if you're going to like, I know uh, as a government if you were to like give people like money to to live in like a basic income kind of way which is what they're kind of trying to talk about Mm -hmm. yeah there's a limit or a minimal amount that people need (laughs) to not just be pieces of shit (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah yeah it's hard it is hard though with people saying things like that because like I I see it in some senses that you know oh they didn't work hard enough or whatever to like but I don't know is it is such a difficult thing to like wrap my head around how like some people can just grow up and become like the richest people on earth um because there are other people that work so hard in like the same job that they'll never get a promotion within and like it's the same I don't know just I guess it depends what people level as harder work you know what Mm. I mean like and I think that there's so many limiting factors as well. Like, people forget that, like, there's sexism and racism and, like, there are so many, like, social boundaries as, that that mean that, yeah, you know, you're a rich white man <laughs> and you, you can't really stand there and say, oh, well, other people didn't work hard enough to get to be where I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm just there, like... But if, if life was where you're, like, born and then you, all the hard work you do is, like, to buy a lottery ticket kind of thing, like... I've always thought of music like this. I know it's not literally like this because you do have to like constantly work and you can grow organically. But um, in terms of like the more you put out there, the more lottery tickets you're able to buy. And Mm. then eventually you might get a break, but like it's rigged, you know what I mean? Some people will buy one lottery ticket and it means a lot more because they're a powerful man or they're, you know, they're in a first world country, which obviously we are, but... Mm. (laughs) Like, I don't know. We They've forget. had some advantages. Mm-hmm. Lots. But I, again, I'm not saying, you know, life life is unfair. It's against me or anything. Because mm. we all, we're all just plopped here and left to get on. But I don't know. It's easy to forget about the rest of the world. I'm going off on a tangent now. But no, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I was just thinking about all the other countries in the world as well. Mm. That, like, many countries that I could never even name that exist. And within each country, so many other people who will never get their break maybe it's quite negative but i don't know he's just it's making my blood boil now they're thinking mm. about it and then the the same people are like oh they didn't work hard enough it's like oh, okay so they walk miles to collect their water <laughs> because they have to and you get your feet massaged in the morning <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's hard i mean i, I beat myself up I have a pretty comfortable life <clears throat> considering being this kind of, even at my worst, uh, you know, <laughs> when I had absolutely nothing, I still had like a sleeping bag and, and I access to like food and I still lived in the city. So it's, mm. it wasn't that bad. And I kind of like beat myself up for like being sad about that. Like, no, oh, I had it hard. Like, well, mm. really? Like they're a trial soldiers, Alex. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, and they're probably happier than you as well. <laughs> like, yeah. Was, that's <laughs> another thing though. The happiness thing. Like it's, I think in in the UK or like particularly around the wealthier areas and always around cities like if you're 
if you're not doing as well or you're like not I don't know you're homeless or something and you see everyone around you is just like especially in London everyone's so like straight face like storming down the road I love London but that's what everyone's like there you know what I mean like just walk walk literally over you um it's it's a lot easier to be sad because there's so many people like thriving but then those same people like go home and cry you know what I mean and then in you know across the world um there's an orphanage in Kenya that my family's quite close to Um, my sister goes there whenever she gets the money to like go on a trip basically and we've raised a lot of money for them we do like this garden music festival in summer obviously this summer we couldn't do it we've done it twice and and like all we raise all the funds and send it over to the orphanage basically but um there's just videos from when my sister's gone and like the kids are just running around like they have nothing you know what I mean they have no parents they they have to there's a van they like fill up with these giant bottles and they have to drive like an hour every morning fill all of them up like one by one drive back again and even that relatively speaking is like a good situation because they do get the water but you know Mm. what I mean but the kids are smiling like ear to ear and like running around and playing with like twigs from the floor and like creating some game out of it that I could never have even thought of myself Mm -hmm. because I'm too busy like I don't know, crying over some buffalo's that, shoes that I can't afford. I had to specify the shoe part then. <laughs> some buffalo's I can't afford. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I suppose pain is relative. Yeah. Um, but we, we really have made our lives so complex mm-hmm. for no reason. It's, uh, I, I sometimes kind of just wish like for simplicity. Like, mm-hmm. Put me in a mountain in a hut. I'll find. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A cow. For but, sure. But yeah, I don't know. We also have to like not be so hard on ourselves because it's not our fault that we're like, I don't know. It's not like we're all just spoiled brats like being sad about not having enough money to get by when we live in the UK. But at the same time, I don't know. We're still allowed to have feelings and like th- there's a reason that we're... I don't know how to articulate, but I think you know you know what I mean in terms of like it's not our fault that we're like ungrateful or something. Yeah, we've been uh, sort of exposed to what could be, um, and mm-hmm. we all want that, right? Who yeah. Would, who wouldn't want to be able to just uh, I don't know have whatever drink they want in the morning, mm-hmm. get in a car, go to an airport, and go to whatever country and experience any culture? Like, yeah. If that's like the ultimate life, then who wouldn't want that? Um, for sure. And why should we settle for less? But at the same time. We should, and we, you know, we kind of have to, because, mm-hmm. you know, the system that we're in, where we're... Yeah, yeah. this is the world. Or work really hard. Um, but there's there's a difference, right? There's, there are people that work really hard so they can achieve that, and in the process, they die inside, or they change so much that when they get it, they can't enjoy it. Or there's people like us that just stay authentic mm-hmm. and pursue something passionate. Yeah. In hopes that, hey, maybe if I do, you know, work hard enough in something I love, I won't have worked a day in my life yeah and then if you do make it you do enjoy it yeah exactly yeah it's kind of ironic in a sense as well though because (laughs) like i was just thinking about um the thought process behind me actually pursuing music because i i was at a place where i was very not like money driven obviously i was still like 17 at the time when i like decided ultimately to do it but um in my head, I was like, okay, so I have two options, be broke and potentially happy, or I don't know, go and go into business, go into marketing, get the job, have a house and a family. Mm -hmm. But um, 
yeah, like I said, I, I don't think even if I had that money, I don't think I would be happy with my decision to have done that. And let's say I was really rich from doing marketing and made my way up and whatever, then yeah, like you're saying, you might have died inside a little bit and become, if I became a billionaire, I would probably, I mean, based on what I'm seeing other billionaires doing, um, I would probably have just lost any <laughs> sense of empathy yeah. or uh, awareness of the world around me because at which point I would be so rich that I don't know. I don't know what ha- what happens to a person's brain when they're so rich that they can't comprehend the suffering of others and, and the fact that they have the power to alleviate that even just a bit. Like, I don't know. I think it's dissidence, right? You, you remove yourself from discomfort naturally because it's yeah. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have the ability to do it on that scale where you you know you never see like someone you don't even want to talk to, you have PAs that get in the way, yeah. <laughs> um, then you stop. But there are, I think it's important for every uh, or every person, but particularly people that want to get into the the public eye to um, to to experience discomfort like once a day, like that kind of mindset of um, mm-hmm. we've got a ten minute mark. Cool. Oh yeah, we got to uh, head towards the song to wrap up in a, in a bit because yeah, <laughs> your parking's running out. Um, discomfort is important because um, if you just avoid like hardship, then you'll 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 get to the mindset of like a billionaire with, with everything you, <laughs> yeah you know, um you're you're you'll be less empathetic and like, i find it if, if i wake up and i go for a run i don't want to and then i get in the ocean it's fucking freezing mm-hmm. and then <laughs> and then and i go and talk to someone after that uh like it's so much easier yeah. for me because i've done the hardest part of the day yeah and i'm so much more kinder to mm-hmm. people that are like sort of struggling you know to like get motivated because i'm yeah. like I, I was that this morning but mm. <laughs> yeah, like yeah but if you were to have just woken up and be like nah i'm not going i'm yeah. not going for a run just stay in your cozy duvet then you just probably would be like and then i go find other people that also wanted to stay in their duvet and then we all agree like oh yeah that person's showing off mm. because they've got up and they're doing oh this. yeah, yeah it's like... that's that's exactly it mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay so you wanted to play a song yes I will unzip this yeah. bag of mine. Where is the zip? Ooh. One of my questions from my audience was, um, what fires you up? What's your drive? And uh, that was going to relate it to that kind of spiel that I just did about um, <laughs> discomfort and forcing yourself to do things. Well, I was actually going to say, I won't get into this too much because it will be another long conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, the discomfort thing is so, like so relevant right now with like everything going on I think that like (laughs) wearing masks and like not going to meet people indoors and like all of this and then also like I don't know the Black Lives Matter movement that was like I want to say thriving like during the first lockdown and then also there's so many things it's relevant to at the moment like especially in in my life from my perspective like veganism and stuff like Mm -hmm. there's so much like cognitive dissonance people just I don't know. I don't blame people for wanting to be comfortable and and to not have to think about things like that. But it's just hard to see um, when you allow yourself to be exposed to something that's so shit and then to see everyone else being like, oh, well, you know, (laughs) what about this? And like, they don't have to comprehend it. 
But then I guess you can't. What about really play. my feelings, Kayla? What about <laughs> my problems? I can't afford my Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, silly. Yeah, agreed. Cool. I'm interested to see what song you play. Give me just a second to let this go And we were covered up in freckles from head to toe And we were picking up the pebbles on Seaton Seafront years ago Give me just a minute to say goodbye And let me promise that your spirit will never die Cause you were stronger than the woman who meets the naked eye And I don't need you to say that it's easy this way I've been sneaking a mental portrait For when a This heart is broken, but it will mend. Remember all the different puddings you made when I was ten. Glad that you're okay and you're back at home. But I'm just wishing every day when I hear my phone ringing, I miss you saying, Look at you, look how much you've grown. And I don't need you to say that it's easy this way. Sneak in a mental portrait For when the memories fade I might wish that I stayed But goodbyes aren't exactly my forte And we can't retrograde We can't retrograde Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. What was that song called? Retrograde. Retrograde. <laughs> Amazing. Is that on your Spotify? No. No. Oh, it's it's, the, it's from the new EP. Wow. I did play it at the listening party though, mm-hmm. so I'm not completely leaking it. <laughs> so when but, is that foreseeably to be uh, consumable for the audience? Um, it's hard to say, but 2021. Oh. Wow, we had early access. Thanks. Seventy-five <laughs> percent promise. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that Thanks song will come into the world at some point. I like it. Wow, it's here. It's great. That I can guarantee. You. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Um, I suppose this is a good time to wrap it up as your parking's about to run out. Mm-hmm. Um, how can people reach you, support you, promote you? Um, Instagram, Kayla Music. That's where I post about everything that I'm doing, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube, Kayla Grace, all the streaming platforms, Spotify, everything, Kayla Grace. Um, I've got five songs out now. They're 
all different but and old but <laughs> still stream them please yeah. and then keep tuned for the new stuff um which like i'm saying i'll update about that on instagram most likely so kayla music k-a-y-l-a music beautiful i'll put all the links and everything below Thank um you. And yeah, I'll convince you to uh, to get a Kofi uh, account in your in your. Oh links, yeah, I do uh, need so to do that. So they can support. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, perfect. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for Can't having wait to see me. See how far you go. It's gonna be amazing. Thank and, yeah. you. Exciting. Cool. Support her. Sign up. Subscribe. Like things. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. Weekend ritual. Great.